Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, here we go. Bachelor in Paradise. Welcome to Rosecast. That's what you're coming with? I mean, I don't feel great about recapping this filth. (laughs) (laughs) I'm your host, Tim Kennedy. Welcome to the Rosecast. Energy. I'm your host, Tim Kennedy. With me, as always, Bachelor expert. Alex W. Bradford. AB, how's it going? What'd you think of the what'd you think of the show? Four hours. A lot of shit to put up with. A lot of show. A lot of show. Yep. I, I did not expect it to be four hours. Um see, I've watched a couple episodes in the past. I watched a couple of the first few episodes of last season, but I didn't remember I just I just must have forgot that this is a four hour TV show every week. Well, this also seems, and this is my first, for new listeners, this is my first time watching Bachelor in Paradise. It seems to me like the type of show where you could watch on Monday one week and then watch on Tuesday the next week and then, you know, not skip a beat. Like, you can miss huge chunks of the show and it's not going to yeah. be debilitating for you. Yep. So anyway, at the at, at the streets, AB demanded this. We we probably would have just taken a break. We needed a break from the Bachelor franchise. I think all we all did, frankly. I think Bachelor Nation is kind of mad that this is happening already. But the streets <laughs> demanded that we recap it. So we're here for the people. This is for the people, AB. It's not for me or you. Listen, no. I started, I came into the episode, you know, like it was my job that I hated to go to. <laughs> You know, you have to show up to work. You got to put in the time and it's just something you have to do. Just watching the clock. Listen, at the end of the episodes, I felt OK. I felt OK. There's a couple of hot couples that I want to yeah. that I want to follow along with. There's a couple of shitbag couples as well and some bad people <laughs> that I'll watch. What we're going to do here. So for those of you who are familiar with our previous episodes, recapping The Bachelor and Bachelorette. Um, flagship shows, I'll say, you know that we break down everything. We're the number one interracial male best friend bachelor recap duo. Um, 
within driving distance of the upcoming solar eclipse. So, I mean, really top-notch guys when it comes to breaking down every scene, going deeper, going beyond, going outside the show, going beyond, going deeper than the relationships. Nobody better. We're not going to do that for Bachelor in Paradise. The show doesn't deserve an every scene breakdown. We're going to talk about the big storylines, the big themes, some of the drama bits, maybe some of the rumors going on. Uh, so frankly, it, it doesn't really, you don't really have to watch along with us. If you think, well, I'm not watching Bachelor in Paradise. I don't have to listen to the boys. You might as well. It's not going to be, it's not like Game of Thrones. All right. You don't really have to keep up with the show to keep up with the podcast. In my opinion, would you agree? AB? Yeah. You know, all the characters, you don't need to see what's going on the whole time. We got you. Yeah, that's fine. Um, listen, and we'll cut through the, the fluff. It's four there's hours. A lot of fluff. So there's there's two hours at least of fluff every week. So we're gonna cut through that more. bullshit and give you what you need to hear about the show. The least you could do in exchange for the us doing God's work. I don't want to toot our own horn, but this is selfless of us to be covering this garbage. <laughs> is say if you haven't already, why don't you check out Apple Podcasts, search for Rosecast, and leave a nice review. It's a, you know we'd really appreciate. I think that's that's yeah. fair payment. Would you agree? That's reasonable. That's a reasonable thing to request. I don't feel I don't feel slimy about doing that. <laughs> we are going to try something new covering Bachelor in Paradise AB that we've never done before, and that is we have the capability now to accommodate voicemail and text calls. So I'm going to give out that number shortly, but think when you're listening today and when you're watching next week, think we're going to call this segment Ask the Expert TBD because we need a better name than that. And it, people can call in, leave voicemails. We want some voicemails. Ask any question you want about the Bachelor, Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise franchise, on or off the court, as we say, on screen or off, anything you want, and ask AB. Call or text. You know what I thought was going to be a funny name for us, but it wouldn't work for the show, Rim? You want to hear Let's something? Hear like uh, dear, Tr- dear Prudy. Dear Prudy, yeah, Rim and AB are huge Dear Prudy guys. Yeah, Prudy guys, that's not going to hit with enough people to make it be no. the, what we're going to use, but that'd be very funny for us to use. Well, that's never stopped us before, a stupid inside joke that only <laughs> we think is funny. We might stick with Dear Prudy. If people can't come up with a better name than Dear Prudy, we'll just call the segment of the show Dear Prudy. Listen, and then Prudy's, been people- giving, Prudy's been out here giving great advice to people for years, <laughs> so if you're not up on Prudy, that's on you, not us. I'm not even going to tell you where you can find Prudy. If you don't know, then that's on you. <laughs> um, all right, so that number, and we'll say it again at the end of the episode, is 773-234-7794. Call or text. AB, you tested it the other day. What was the, what was the, was there like a message? You call it just, it just says they are unavailable, leave a message. And then it's just, it's just like a phone. It's just going to ring on your, you can call it from your phone. I just called the number on my phone and it rang and then it leave a voicemail beep. And then you leave whatever you want to say. And then we put it on the show. Be sure to speak clearly. The audio quality room's kind of anal about audio quality. The audio quality is not great. It's not amazing, even though it's Google. So when you're calling, speak clearly. Tell us who you are. Where you, Give us whatever information you want. I don't really give a fuck, honestly. But just ask some good questions, and AB, a.k.a. Prudy, will answer them. AB Prudy, I love it. <laughs> All right, let's talk about this dumbass show. What do you think? I'm in. 
The first episode well, started. Up, oh, let me what? let me sell you a little bit on Bachelor in Paradise. Go ahead. Go something ahead. hit me while I was watching the second, the, the probably in like the three and a half hour range of through the episodes. <laughs> it hit me on why the show's pretty good. Okay, I would argue, Rim, that Bachelor in Paradise is a better place to find love than Bachelor Bachelorette. In terms of real relationships that are going to end up working at the end. These people spend so much more time with each other than The Bachelor does with any of the contestants that he that he ends up choosing. They spend the entire days together, you know, building relationships. These se- This seems like a great place where actual relationships can form. And I think you're seeing that with all these weddings that are happening. The number of weddings stunned me. Stunning amount of Bachelor in Paradise weddings. The second episode opened with like a montage of all the weddings, and it, I think Evan and Carly's was the fifth wedding to emerge from this show. Five. Yeah, and it seems to me like this would be the formula you'd need for a dating show relationship to work, where there's, it's not just a couple dates like they are getting to spend you know weeks with just that person where they're getting to know them consistently that's even they're getting more of a chance to get to know someone than you would in that in the actual real world which isn't usually the case for bachelor that's true no distractions it is you know you are on a beach so it's not really real life but you're right that everything you just said is true i think the reason the show has a trashy reputation is for every real relationship that forms and maybe ends up in marriage and in Evan's case, God forbid children offspring. There are a lot of like for every one of those, there's like five like pieces of shit on the show, frankly, where there's people because it gets to a point and you see this already with like Iggy where you don't really care so much about forming a relationship with someone. You're more concerned about getting a rose staying on the island as long as you can, getting your Instagram following up, that type of thing. So there is like a scuzzy aspect to it, but if you're looking at it straight, if you're a person who might go on this show, this is the spot, this is the place where you potentially find love. Good point, AB. I I feel more whole about this now. Yeah. Let's talk about what happened at the beginning of the first episode. Chris Harrison on on like a on the dilapidated beach, like he's reporting from like the aftermath of a war scene. It looked um, like aftermath Katrina. <laughs> yeah, it was like I haven't seen yeah, it's exactly what it looked like. I haven't seen Dunkirk yet, but he was just like, Wow, can you believe what happened here? <laughs> it, they were kind of teasing the drama. Um the the of course the big story with the sexual assault allegations between Corinne and DeMario. By the way, I still don't know really what happened. The actual altercation that happened and who like accused who of what i mean i still am not clear on what happened there and frankly i don't care but that that's a big problem i had with what happened in these first two episodes of bachelor in paradise is and a big problem i have with abc is they didn't show everything that happened obviously they didn't show the part that actually caused them to shut down production they did not show that But they're acting like what they've showed is like the whole story. Yeah. And they're playing it off like, this is all that happened, so we're good to go. But you didn't actually show America what happened. 
No, but they they're showing all the little things. They're not showing the actual scar. They're showing like all the that's a bad analogy, but they're showing all the little things around it. So they showed how drunk they were getting, how Corinne and Demario were all over each other right from the beginning, how yep. no other um contestants on the show really thought that anything bad was going on. And then they also showed, you know, the next day, Corinne and DeMario having breakfast together, being very friendly with one another. They were showing everything I think they felt they needed to show that, to kind of cover their ass. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, it just seemed like... It seemed like they just wanted to be... They wanted to milk that controversy for all it's worth. And they didn't really even really truly get into it until episode two. Yep. So there's two hours of build-up to it. There's two hours of Chris every... Um, commercial break teasing what was going to happen on the most dramatic season ever. And then it it ended up being kind of like, see, we didn't do anything wrong and we're all adults here type of situation. We'll talk more about the conversation later, but it, was, it just was off-putting to me. I completely agree. I completely agree. Let's get into the roster, shall we? I would love to. I'm thinking for this, for us to do a decent job of recapping this, I'm going to need to make a spreadsheet of the hookup, a spreadsheets of the hookups and who's who's with who. And kind of, you know, like a, a family tree type of. I was going to say, not a not a spreadsheet. You need like a, you need a, gr- a huge web. You know, what are those web graphs <laughs> called? <laughs> Where you like branch off into other webs. And... It's, it'll look like a word cloud. You know, after like a big presidential yeah. speech, I'll be like, look at this word cloud. He said jobs. <laughs> this means Dean is going to be in huge font. Like jobs is in huge yeah, font after the State exactly. of the Union. All right, here we go. I'm, I broke them down by season. From Nick's season. We have Raven, Christina, Daniel M, Jasmine, Alexis, Corinne, Lacey, and Taylor, who is already acting like she's too good for this. Right off the bat, she's like, uh, you know, kind of She immediately opinion. reminds you why you disliked her. Yeah, yeah. I I wanted to I wanted to give her another shot and then she opened her mouth. I was like, ah, can't ah. stand her. Ah, she stinks. <laughs> From Rachel's season, we have Dean the number one prospect in the history of the show, I got to think. The go. <laughs> yeah, this is like LeBron James coming in. First, LeBron first James with the at, the, at the Bachelor in Paradise mansion. Oh, whoa. All his opponents want to take fucking pictures and get his autograph after his first game. Listen to me. Iggy. Dean can get any girl here. And you should. every other guy should know that. So whoever he's going for, just... Step aside. I don't think Robbie. We'll talk about Robbie later. Robbie doesn't seem to. Do, Robbie acts like he runs the beach. Robbie, <laughs> yeah, no, man, Rob- you're old news, pal. <laughs> Iggy, Jack Stone, Demario, Diggy, and Matt. The most authentic guy ever to be on one of these shows, would you say? I agree. 100%. From JoJo season, we have Derek. Shout out Iowa. Iowa. Boy. Mm-hmm. A- Alex. Shout out. Thank you for your service. What did, <laughs> what did we call him? What did we used to call him? Something. God, I don't know. About his height. and It was rude. It was very rude. Oh, it was the Marine Munchkin, I think. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's terrible. Yep. Um, Vinny. Nick, who was on. I th- he was Santa Claus when he Saint showed Nick. up to JoJo's season. I'm pretty sure Saint Nick. Did he get a rose that first night? Like, was he oh, on yeah. more than one episode? Okay, yeah. no, he got he got a couple roses. Okay, yeah, Nick was there for a while. It was he shocking. was very he showed up blacked out. <laughs> Nick was very drunk the whole time. 
<laughs> I mean, extraordinarily drunk. Was, run the tape back if you don't believe me. And then Robbie shows up later. From Ben's season, we have... God, how should I phrase this? The worst mom in the world? Would you say <laughs> I mean, I mean, setting motherhood back 50 years, Amanda, who has apparently a broken engagement from the previous paradise. Yep. She was with uh, Josh Murray. I don't, I've heard you say Josh Murray's name a lot. I don't know who he is. Uh, he's not, he's not well liked in Bachelor Nation. He's uh, the, the quarterback, his brother. Aaron Murray's brother? I think so. Yeah. Old, he'd have to be older. Yeah. He's older. I think he plays, he's going to be, he played baseball. So he was the runner-up on Andy's season, and then she wrote a tell-all book about him, him and Nick, and basically ripped them to to shreds. That's right. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that. Um, she brought the ring back, which I thought was a nice, which is a dramatic gesture. You probably had um, to. You don't get to keep that definitely. free ring. No, <laughs> I feel like Chris Harrison was Chris Harrison just like put it. He's like, well, what happened with your relationship? Well, you know, blah, he cheated on me. And then Chris Harrison's like, oh, that's too bad. And then he puts his hand out like, you know what back. you need to do. <laughs> um, and then lastly, in the first two episodes, we have Ben Z, who I'm unfamiliar with from Caitlin's season. Little who is it? Caitlin B. Is that Caitlin Bisto? Yeah. Okay, she's well, we don't like her. She's a big competitor in the Bachelor Recap podcast game. We don't like Caitlin B, so I don't know your feelings, but I don't. I don't like seeing her logo on the rankings. I'll put it that way. <laughs> Listen, I got a little inside information on Ben. Yeah. Um, from my wife, he was a favorite uh, of those seasons, and people thought he was going to be the Bachelor. Actually, wow. America at least used to love Ben Z. Okay, um, I'm not sure if they they're gonna still like him during the Bachelor in Paradise, but they used to like him. Let's talk about Corinne real quick. A couple things stood out to me. They showed more of Corinne's kind of intro than the other contestants, and I think it was purposefully. Her, you know, kind of darkly funny quote in retrospect is that she said she's not going to get on the first guy who shows her some attention, which is just like Corinne. I mean, who you don't play yourself. <laughs> They Chris asked her, you know, are you single? Do you have a boyfriend? Do they normally is that something he normally asks people? Uh only to people that have a boyfriend. Like she had a boyfriend, <laughs> so that's why he asked her and then she lied. Then that's why they showed that because yeah. they're trying again, cover your ass because part you'll remember part of her statement after the scandal broke was that she wouldn't have consented to anything with DeMario because she was in love with someone else. So they were like, hey, do you have a boyfriend? And she goes, nope, I'm single. So the ABC's like, safe. <laughs> uh, Demario, I mean, they, they get right into Demario and Corinne, that, that chemistry that's there. And hey, I'll tell you what, if this sexual assault that thing never happened, I would have been like, Demario and Corinne would make a great long-term couple. Yeah, these two like, get along really well and have a great time. These two are going to make it. <laughs> yeah. They instantly hit it off. They're perfect for each other. Um, Demario, have you? Ever, okay, we said Nick was pretty drunk. Demario was obliterated. Ab immediately. Did you see his eyes? Demar Demario in his uh, like his his video interviews, he looked he looked slammed from the beginning. His eyes couldn't. You can open his eyes. He goes, "I've wanted Corinne since day one." What does day one mean? You you met her 10 minutes ago. <laughs> what are you talking if, about? And if you wanted her before that, that means you you wanted to be with Corinne 
more than Rachel when you were on Rachel's. See, I don't, Demario. I mean, watch, watch your words here, pal. <laughs> and then uh, I, another odd thing I thought was that they were talking. Demario's pickup line was like, "So how was your flight in?" You know, Mister Smooth Operator. And Corinne, once she realizes that he's also from New Jersey, New Jersey, she jumps into his arms and they start making out. It was a little, they moved <laughs> a little fast for my liking. Before we get into some of the other couples, AB, what's the deal with Jorge? Can you give me some background on Jorge? Jorge is the beloved former, now former, yeah. uh, bartender of The Bachelor. He doesn't speak good English. It's part of the charm, I'm sure. It's, it's part of the charm. He's been there the whole time. He's part of the series, and I was stunned to see him leaving. I was cruising the Bachelorette a little bit, and people were very. I I was when I was watching. I was like, okay, well, this is kind of patronizing to be like, ooh, the, the oh, Mexican no. bartender is leaving. But people were really heartbroken, and a lot of people were very angry that he didn't get a bigger, more emotional send off. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, this was devastating news for the Bachelor family, and I knew it was going to be. Uh, okay, well then I won't. Jorge is the a legend. Let me just okay. <laughs> let me just make that clear. Jorge is a legend of the Bachelor game. <laughs> well, he's being replaced by Wells, another popular former contestant. First, do you think Wells will be a worthy replacement? I think I think Wells is a nice enough guy with a good enough perspective to be interesting in that role. I agree. It's a good choice. Do you, now he said, "I'm not going to date anybody." But, I mean, the ladies want him. He might be the second most desired man on the island behind Dean. I mean, do you think he's going to be able to hold up that end of the bargain? I hope not. I think it's it'll be very fun <laughs> if Wells gets into the dating scene at, on Bachelor in Paradise. I'm a Wells okay. guy. We're both Wells guys. I'm so. a huge Wells guy. He's a funny He's a funny guy. There is a little air of, like, I'm too good for the ba- this stuff. Yes. But I like it. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Uh, let's get into some of the couples. Let's let's run down some of the early couples. Quick hits on some of these couples until we get to Robbie. Christina and Dean. My opinion, the only couple that matters. Christina immediately attracted to Dean, the, like every other woman on the island. I think early returns on this. Now, we know by the end of the second episode that they're on the rocks already, but this is the one couple I would root for. Mo- I mean, th- talk about the hottest couple of all Time. This is the power couple. You have Dean, as we've already said, the biggest f- get of Bachelor in Paradise <laughs> of all time. And then you got uh, it was it was between, you know, Raven and Christina, I think, were the two most popular girls coming into the show in terms of America liking them. So yeah. that couple can beat it. They had a good run. We're already talking about them in past tense, but they had a hot, <laughs> steamy. Though I mean, those two. Derek and Taylor, uh, opposite end of the spectrum. Both of them, D-bags, insufferable. No, not, we're not having it here. Derek, uh, we don't like Derek, even though he's from Iowa. We tried. He turns everything into sexual innuendo. He, you know, he, like, just because you, you flip homes doesn't mean you're, like, uh, good at starting fires in the forest. What the fuck was she talking about? Oh, she's... I need a guy that can start a f- fire in the forest for me. What do you do? Why? What are the what are the criteria here? Can First we all, have a lighter? I was going to say, tools? building a fire in the forest, if you're allowed the things that are 
modern things that are around in modern day is very easy (laughs) like anybody can do that like me and you have never really gone camping but i'm positive if we roll out to the forest we're gonna start a fire right up oh god no question i mean that's not even that's not even kennedy boys territory that's anybody can get that what what are you talking about taylor stinks uh, we'll be. Re- hey, my question is: If a couple like finds love early, can we just fucking send them home? I don't want these two. Don't put the camera on it. Like they're happy, they're together. Go home now. That's one of the things that's kind of annoying to me with this show is some cu- like some of these couples are gonna be just giving each other roses the entire season, and they're just off doing their own thing, and it's not good TV. Yeah, it's not drama. They've already run. And that's their gonna course. be this couple. Yeah, that's gonna be this couple. I've seen we've seen the one date from them and not interested in seeing another. <laughs> uh, where are we at now? Amanda and Jack Stone. Uh, this was a funny interaction because Amanda, like not ironic at all, upset that she couldn't get on Celebrity Tinder. And that's like, that's why dating hasn't worked for her because she can't get on Celebrity Tinder. <laughs> she was waitlisted. I didn't know Celebrity Tinder was a thing. That no, sounds that's, incredible, though. That sounds like a very exclusive club and a yeah. very good reason to try to become famous. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh, Jennifer Aniston. A swipe, right? <laughs> swipe? Uh, Corinne and DeMario, like we mentioned before, they're already in the pool with their clothes on. at four th- That's not a typo. The clothes on. I uh, did not misspeak. At 4.30 p.m. Uh, just sloppy. Um, one of the worst couples, Iggy and Lacey. Iggy's the worst. I thought it was I, funny when he came in. He said, I'm usually the life of the party. Okay. What are you, what are you what talking is, about? You're the worst guy to have at a party. <laughs> I was out on Iggy based on how he acted in Rachel's season. I'm super out on Iggy He's, now. I could not be further out on Iggy. Way out. I don't even know. They were, they were talking a little bit on the thing, on the whatever, canopy, whatever. What's the word here? Canopy, bungalow, daybed, whatever yeah, you want to call it. It's a daybed. And, and he was just like, I'm going to kiss you now. And then they had a bad kiss. These two stink. Lacey stinks too. Don't let, don't let that slip by the goalie there. She stinks as well. I'm with you. Dean and Christina go on a little date. They both bond over having pretty shitty parents. I think that's a decent, that's a decent bond. That's something you can build on. Yeah. Um, Jasmine. Now, drunk Nick really wanted to get with Jasmine. Apparently, that's the whole reason he came to paradise. But our guy, Matt, swooped in because Nick was so his eyes were so glazed over that Matt saw an opening. <laughs> Matt, Mr. Steal, your girl swooped in and he did it respectfully, though, like Mr. Steal, your girl. But like, you understand, right? <laughs> um, My question about Jasmine is now. She's kind of a hot commodity. There's these two, Matt and Nick are into her, and then I think others, you know, in the preview for the rest of the season are also into her. My question is why someone would want to pursue a relationship with Jasmine after, frankly, her, like, maniac side came out in Nick's season. When she was choking him? Yeah, when she was fake choking him, like, haha, joke, but, like, I'll kill you for real if it comes to it. (laughs) Jasmine's got that something that some of these girls don't have, though, Rim. Obviously, she has the sauce that... She's got the (laughs) sauce that some people are looking for. Yeah. This is is a situation where you take take a dip in the sauce uh, and then kind of, you know, scurry back to wherever you're from and never speak to each other again. And, I mean, she's the only black person right now. Black girl. So, if you're into black chicks, like Matt is, 
<laughs> then it's going to work out. Uh, that's true. I didn't think of that. My favorite, this is another horrible thing I'm about to say. My favorite part of this episode was, <laughs> was when Lacey and Iggy were, you know, the night after, the morning after the first night, Iggy's kind of like hanging out on the beach and Lacey comes up to me. He's, he's like, what's going on? Hey, how's it going? You feeling okay? Huh? And Lacey's like, my grandpa died. And I, I'm sorry, but I burst out laughing when that happened because Iggy's reaction was so preposterously selfish i couldn't even i could not um, i can't believe that's how he acted ab <laughs> like she goes my grandpa died and he's like shit i'm not gonna get a rose that's his first thought <laughs> and then he goes and tells everyone the news he's like hey Lacey's grandma died and it, it's like Lacey's grandpa died you weren't even listening <laughs> are they gonna bring someone else in what's going on i need i need my rose <laughs> crazy crazy i mean if you didn't hate iggy before you gotta hate him after that he literally got the gender of the grandparent wrong when telling the news <laughs> hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All right, Robbie shows up. Now, why did, no, I don't understand. Why did a person show up late? What's going on here? That's one thing you're going to have to get used to in Bachelor <laughs> Paradise is just people showing up with no rhyme or reason on the order or how many like guys or girls are there at any given time. It's just random people are going to show up. Like, why did he show up a day later? That didn't make yeah, any sense. Not that's not long. <laughs> but that's going to be happening the entire time. <laughs> I do people like it. Though. Showing up. It's like the Royal Rumble. It's like, oh shit, somebody's coming down the you, stairs. Yeah, who's it gonna you be? You never know who's coming either. They got some big names coming later in the season. I saw that. I saw that. Um he gives Ray he gets a date card. Is there any rhyme or reason for that? You can just say no. You, uh no, the date cards, there's no rhyme or reason to those <laughs> okay. either. But usually if you show up like later, you'll show up with a date card to try to catch you up a little bit. Yeah, catch up, sure. He gives Raven his date card. This doesn't seem like a matchup that makes sense to me. You know what I mean? Like Raven down south, Hoxie, Arkansas, goes mudding. Robbie, like Florida swimmer, most manicured guy in the game. $60,000 haircut. Gets $60,000. <laughs> you know, Raven goes mudding and Robbie gets mud masks. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's, I feel, the, yeah. the, the matchup doesn't make sense. What do you think of these two? No chemistry. No chemistry. Robbie's the worst, obviously. <laughs> we've we've known that. We Only talks like about himself, I imagine, yeah. Uh Robbie no. I'm I'm out on any relationship that he's in. He apparently when he got back, when they got back from their date, 
Raven told everybody that Robbie basically just talked about his Instagram following the whole time and how he's an influencer on Instagram, which number one is like, you're not special. Everybody on these shows shills on Instagram. That's how it works. Number two, all the girls have twice as many followers as you do. Robbie has like 350 something. Raven has 785,000. Yeah. He's coming up on a million pal. Yeah. And guess what? A little stay woke here. I think that's why he picked her to go on the date. Because mm. she's a big Instagram. She has more than any of the other ones, I think. Okay. There's no other reason why Robbie would be attracted to Raven from Arkansas. <laughs> he said it was something about them both being from down south, but, I mean, different parts of down south. Way. Yeah, well, Robbie's, number one, Florida's not down south. Number two, he said he was from different places, like three different places. He said during Georgia at some point. He said Georgia at some point. He, I think he would, like went to college in, in California. I mean, come on. Um, a couple other notes here. The first episode, well, Matt and Jasmine had a little date that I, I thought that went well. I thought it went very well. Matt opened to the drag bar thing, got up and did the drag thing. Jasmine yep. loved it, shared a kiss. Matt's the man. I opinion. like that couple. I like that couple. I like that couple too. Unfortunately, with Jasmine, you're always like on your on a razor's edge. You're kind of balancing <laughs> at the edge of a cliff. And at any given moment, she could fall off and just have a breakdown about whether or not you actually like her. Well, so that's going to happen with these. I mean, we can agree that she's going to be the star of this show, right? Like she's going to bring the drama that we're all looking for. She will probably be the most consistent source of drama. I think Dean and Christina drama will be big next episode. And then I think a lot of people who aren't there yet will bring a lot of drama as well. I think Robbie's going to be hated. But I think Jasmine, from start to finish, will have will have the sauce, like we said. Mm-hmm. This episode ended, the first episode ended with the crew cutting off the filming. One note here, when they walk up to DeMario while he's walking with Alexis, he it seemed like he knew what they were about to say. Uh-oh. <laughs> he's like, oh, you know, oh, oh, come on. He's like, come on, guys, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> he's like, well, DeMario knew what he did. Um <laughs> Anyway, let's go on to episode two real quick. The good thing about episode two is that almost half of it was completely not worth covering at all on this podcast. Would you agree? The Evan and Carly wedding uh, interests me so little. (laughs) You could not have a worse couple. Number one, Evan is, I would say, the lamest guy that's ever been on this (laughs) series. And that's saying something. Come on, man. There's a lot of lame guys out there, Evan. No, there's no worse than Evan. The <laughs> last the last I had saw of Evan and Carly, um, because I stopped watching last season of Bachelor in Paradise after a couple episodes, Carly was talking about how she couldn't stand him and there was no spark, and they shared one of the worst TV kisses of all time. They showed that. How did this... I. I kind of wasn't really paying attention it's because disgusting. I didn't interest this at all. So they went on a date... Where they were gonna set a world record for longest kiss with like a like a habanero pepper in your mouth or something like that. Okay. So they had to eat habanero pepper peppers and then kiss for like a minute straight, and it was disgusting. That was the bad kiss. Yeah. Was that their first kiss? No. They've uh-huh. had multiple bad kisses. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's um. just the last one that I saw. Now, is she pregnant now? Carly? I don't know. Okay, well, you really don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, the only thing about this 
hour of the show was uh, the the number of weddings impressed me and the i'd say the quality of the weddings impressed me they did other than carly and evans they didn't seem tacky it seemed like actual family and friends were there not just bachelor nation but you know it, was, it gave me hope for this show that maybe there will be a wedding featuring two people i care about cuz so far i've only watched since ben's season so this is i've watched four seasons of bachelor or bachelorette there's no possibility of a wedding occurring between two people i care about so that showed me that if 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 two people I care about ever actually end up together, a wedding would interest me. I would watch the wedding. I completely agree. Completely agree. What did you think of Chris Harrison's serious adult talk with the cast? It seemed really, you know, after school special to me, Rim. I didn't... Totally. I it just didn't land with me. I'm glad they talked about it, I guess, but the way it was... It was just weird. It was weird. I felt like if you're going to... They had two roads to take. They had two roads to take that are respectable in terms of this controversy. You either ignore it, pretend it didn't happen. Yep. Leave it to the real... Like, leave that off to the side in the real world. Or you go all in, address it, full bore, have the serious talks, teachable moment type of stuff. But instead, they took not a middle road, but a different road, which was like hype up, hype it up for drama and ratings, and then kind of half-ass. This talk seemed like a half-ass. Like, how are you going to have a serious discussion about consent and race with these these reality these Instagram people? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I hear you. It was I don't know. It was kind of interesting. Chris talked to them like like you said, like they were eleven years old. I think at one point he asked them to def- like define consent or something like that. Or no, he said yeah. he said something to the effect of like, if someone's really drunk and can't say yes, can they give consent? And the whole the whole the whole crowd was like, no, like nodded their head, like nope, they can't. It was very, <laughs> it was embarrassing. I felt very awkward watching. It was like eleventh grade sex ed. That's exactly what it felt like. Yep. What did you think of? Maybe the race discussion that came into play, A.B. Raven mentioned it was unfair the way people were speaking about DeMario. It seemed like most of the people there thought DeMario did nothing wrong, which is not at all how he was portrayed in the media when the news broke. Yep. Um, And Diggy brought up, you know, hey, we have a black man and a white woman, and there's some stigma with that. And then Chris asked, do you guys think race played a role in that? What What did you think about that discussion? Do you think it had any merit? being on this show we're watching keep in mind folks we're watching bachelor in fucking paradise (laughs) i mean it's hard it's hard to really comment on it because it is a good conversation and yes race did play something into this and i guess diggy's the guy on there that would be the most reasonable to talk about it and he's the one who did speak up but it just all just didn't hit for me i mean you watch bachelor and bachelor in paradise because you want to watch kind of a fun, dumb show about people hooking up, basically, in the summer when nothing else is on. I don't want to watch it, so I have to sit through adult conversations led by Chris Harrison. <laughs> That's not what draws me to this show. So while I don't, it seemed a little self-serving, like all Bachelor stuff, it seemed self-serving in ABC's favor. Completely agree. Well, that's that then. Let's talk about the gender powwows. That's what I call it when the the two genders get together in their respective huts and 
chat about the opposite sex. Mm, yes. I think probably my favorite part of the show. That's when the real the real stuff comes out. Well, that's when you can do like the split screens where one person is saying they really like a person and the other person is saying they're not going to give them the rose. <laughs> so it's great TV. Yeah, it's good. Uh, a couple interesting things. Now, they are just coming back from a two-week break, mostly living life thinking that the show they weren't going to be back on the show. So people pursued relationships outside of the show, which was interesting. Taylor and Derek, who yeah. suck and no one cares about them, apparently like moved on to like step two, three, and four in relationship. Yep. My opinion, that should have precluded them from coming back on the show. If you guys are set, <laughs> you don't come back here. And then Dean and Christina. Dean apparently visited Christina in Kentucky. Yeah. It's a very interesting deal with this show having having like 10 days off where, you know, outside you got to see if they actually were interested in being with you because obviously they could have reached out to you via Instagram or whatever. Um, so for the people that didn't connect after the show was done, it was clear that that was just a fairy tale uh, first first day type of thing. And it's clear that they're way behind, like they're in they're in deep water, heading into this post scandal yeah, era of the show. They're they're in deep trouble after this rose ceremony. I really wish they would have had a rose ceremony immediately rather than waiting. A day. <laughs> um, couple more people we want to talk about, and then we'll be done. What do you think of Alex vulturing on Amanda a little bit, kind of hovering around Amanda? And Amanda, he didn't really pick up on Amanda's signals. I will say that this is the first time I've actually seen Alex talk to a girl on this show, because if you remember on JoJo's season, he didn't talk to JoJo. Um, he just talked about Chad to the other bros. And thus far, you know, three and a half hours into Bachelor in Paradise, he hasn't really talked to any. That's what I was going to say. I, th I feel like it's the same thing this season. I, I just see Alex there as a bro for he wants to make friends. He's not there for a relationship. No game. Danielle M has to tell him, you know, you're too close, man. Shout out to, <laughs> shout out to Dave Chappelle. Show. Two people, Alexis told him and Danielle told him both like, no, nah, she's not feeling you anymore. And he still was like, all right, that's good advice, but I'm going to go talk to her again. Okay. I, I, that didn't make any sense. They kind of left off in a bizarre spot for me. I, I think three people, to, if you, four if you count Jack Stone. Raven was like, I think oh, you yeah, should move Raven on and from Amanda. Stone, yeah. And Jack Stone was like, yeah, for sure. Even Jack fucking Stone. He's <laughs> like, dude, Stone. dude, don't be so creepy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it didn't make any sense to me when he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, after that moment, he goes and talks to Amanda. And he's like, can I can I steal you for a second? She basically says no. And then he has to, like, badger her for another couple minutes. And everyone's like, nah, she's cool right now. <laughs> You're good, Alex. Get out of here. She's in the middle of four other guys, maybe five. A clear indication of, like, protect me from Alex situation. <laughs> That's exactly what that was. And even Dean was like, man, she's fine. Like, leave her alone. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they were treating him like he was too drunk to be in the club. And he was, yeah, like, trying to get on this girl. Like that drunk man. guy at the bar. That yeah, keeps like, hitting hey, on man. you. Hey, man. But, so I'm I'm interested to see where that goes. He... He's. They had a conversation that was like, just want to make sure we're on the same page, but it did not seem like they're on the same page. What do you it's, mean? He seems completely confused still, even though everyone is very clear. Devil's advocate. She did. Apparently, she did say before they went on break that she was going to give him a rose. But Alex took and Alex took that as like, I like you. But she said it was a friendship rose. Is that a real thing? 
No. Okay. Well, then why did she say that? That's bullshit, then. <laughs> <don't know>. <laughs> she met, she, you can have a friendship rose, you know, because I think people do do that. Give keep out each other on the show. Just keep their friends that they aren't really, but it's not a different, like. It's not like an officially different not rose. Not an official type. different rose, no. All right. Well, I'm glad they ironed that out. Still, a, Alex has an uphill climb. I'm not sure he's going to last long. I don't know about you. I don't see anyone here that's going to get in a relationship with him. He's he's already the creepy guy around the house now. Yep. Uh, Taylor and Derek, uh, they were on a date. It was terrible. It was boring. Mm-hmm. You got anything on that? Nope. Me neither. They be, they, this is how boring their date was. They showed like them sitting down and then going, cheers, and then they just went to the, another storyline. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't show any discussion. Dean and Christina, it's starting to break down already, AB. We're 40 minutes into discussion about this show, and our number one couple is obviously is already crumbling. My theory, he wants to keep her at arm's length. He wants to keep everybody at arm's length on the show. Dean is going to play Bachelor in Paradise so that he stays on as long as he can, breaks a couple hearts, remains a good guy, so that he can boost his already like top tier standing as a potential bachelor. What do you think? Think that's completely reasonable. Absolutely. Do you think he'll regret saying, "Christina, I don't I don't want to be with you" cuz he's not going to find anybody better than Christina if he's It's going to be tough. That's a fact. Yeah. yeah. That's that is a fact. So yeah, he's going to regret it. Do you think Dean is mature enough to be the bachelor? He seems to not be able to handle serious discussions very well. Still. I'm not sold on him. At this point, um, maybe in a couple years, though, he could always come back. You can't strike while the Nick VL situation. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Because he is adored right now. He's the favorite. Dreamboat. I would say he's the favorite right now, wouldn't you? Well, if you want to do a quick rundown, I think I can think of maybe three or four guys that would be very good, but or that would be good, but they all have like I think major flaws that would prevent them from being great Ben Higgins type bachelors. I think Dean is dreamboat, fun, engaging guy. I don't think he's mature enough. Peter's up there too, but as we know, Peter is paint drying, um, but he's mature enough to handle it. Um, I don't know who else. Derek, Eric, Eric, yeah. I had some criticisms of Eric, but I forgot him. So that probably says something. He's probably good. Um, <laughs> all right. Anything else on this show? Taylor and Derek. Speaking of Derek, I guess they hook up. They do the overnight thing. Who cares? Send them all. Get these two off the island. That's my main takeaway <laughs> is get these two off the island. Get them off the screen at the very least. Anything else on this episode, AB? What do you got on the previews? You got anything coming up on the previews that interests you? Yeah, there's a couple things I noticed. Uh, number one. The worst possible couple here is seems like it's going to happen, and it's Amanda and Robbie. The two fakest fucking people on this show <laughs> are going to be a couple, and that oh makes God. sense. Yeah. Uh, and it seems like Diggy might be there super late, which is surprising to me. Well, yeah, he didn't really... He didn't get much screen time. He didn't seem to forge any deep connections with anyone. I hope Diggy sticks around. I very much like Diggy on this, in this setting. Amanda and Robbie is just inst- like that's pure Instagram cross-pollination. That's all that is. I mean, you you kind of touched on it earlier, but we are so out on Amanda and I was leading the charge 
like two seasons ago, ago that ago. Yeah. she shouldn't have been on The Bachelor in Paradise because she has a kid. And no, if you, she shouldn't have been on any of it. Yeah. yeah. If I mean, in my opinion, if you have a kid, you should not come on the show because it's not a reason that you should be away from your family. It's not a reason. Now, what about Kenny? What about Kenny? I don't think it's a good idea. I just, she, but I guess his it, daughter's old I enough. Guess if she's older, if she's a little older, the kid's a little older, it's better. But she's got some kids, like, she's got some young kids. She's only 27. Amazing. And she's this got like is two young kids. This is basically her fourth season. So she came on The Bachelor. She didn't win. She went on Bachelor in Paradise. She didn't, she got engaged, but then it didn't work out. She went on this Bachelor in Paradise. They sent him home and then she left him again. The kids <laughs> for the fourth time to come out to The Bachelor in Paradise for the second trip. Good child services. Come on. I'm ready to <laughs> Come say it. on. Unbelievable. Listen, I don't like I don't like criticizing other people's and how they parent their kids, but this is absurd. Yeah. Yeah. Me neither. I mean, I don't have any kids. And even I'm like looking around like, folks, is this parents? <laughs> Y'all do this? Why are we gonna keep letting this girl come on this show? Is that I what's mean, going on? Chris has got to deep down be like, what am I doing to this family? You're tearing this family apart. I mean, these <laughs> kids are going to be, these kids are fucked. And what if Robbie becomes their surrogate dad? Robbie's not going to be a good dad to, to somebody else's grown kid. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. On that note, let's wrap it up. Um, this is normally, normally the episodes I don't think will go this long. We're going to shoot for like 40, 45 minute episode recaps. Um, just because like you said, there's so much fluff that's not worth covering. This is normally the part where we would have the ask, what was it, Dear Prudy, the Dear Prudy Bachelor in Paradise edition, uh, where we'd go over a couple voicemails and texts. AB can, they can be about anything. They can be about this show. They can be about, you know, off screen stuff going on. They can be about historical knowledge. AB's good at historical knowledge. Anything you want. Or if you have some stuff to tell, you know, if you got some, some breaking yes. news. Yes. Bachelor in Paradise or Bachelor family related. Let for example, know. for example, someone I know went on a bachelorette party and someone else on the bachelorette party is friends with Nick Vile's sister. And that person, this was a couple months ago now, that person was basically like, they're not really together. They're just faking it. Him and Vanessa are just like faking it to keep the, okay. keep the, the followers up. Speaking of Vanessa, don't want to get off track here, but was she at the wedding? Did I see yeah. her there? Uh, Nick was there too. What was... Oh, was he? I didn't even see him. Yeah. Yeah, she was looking at him like, why were they we going to do this? I don't know. I don't know how they know them. <laughs> they don't. I mean, they're, they weren't on any, they of, the weren't same on any of the guy. same seasons. Yeah, they would never. I mean, Bachelor, people who've been on this show, the Bachelor community is tightly knit and weird and incestual almost. But I, obviously they were there to get screen time. Period. That's one thing I was thinking about with these weddings. It's kind of a... It's an interesting choice you'd have to make as a bachelor bachelorette contestant on if you wanted to do your wedding on TV if they asked you. Um because it's it's got to be a bachelor wedding. Like Wells was like the best man for some reason and Chris well, Harrison no, no, has no. to do the service and Wells and Evan are both from Nashville. So they probably know each other from before, but I'm guessing Wells he doesn't wouldn't be the best man Evan. anyway. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Wells doesn't fuck with Evan at all. But that's just something it's got the pros and the cons. Like you get your whole wedding paid for, the dress I assume is paid for, everything's paid for. But there's Mexico. gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be you're gonna have to have some bachelor stuff there. Like Chris Harrison's gonna be doing the nuptials and yeah. all that. 
that's a very that's a tough decision. It's a to tough make. decision. It's it's all paid for and it's beautiful and it's you know top notch, but it's like nothing that you really wanted and dreamed of when you were a kid. <laughs> they they touched on it on the the Ben and what's her name Ben and Lauren show. Yeah, on the show, Chris came out, flew to them, and presented them with the contract to do it to you know get married on, and they were having a tough decision mm. with it. Hmm. That's because Ben's a genuine guy and he knows that this stuff is mostly garbage. Okay, as I was saying, the number again for the Dear Prudy uh, segment name to be determined. If you have a better one, let us know. Call or text, leave a voicemail, 773-234-7794. I'm excited about that segment. I am too. Let's get some Let's get some other voices besides Rim and AB on the Bachelor in Paradise recaps. Agreed. Uh, also, if you haven't already, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And if you're so kind rate, leave a review, tell your friends. A lot of people have been telling us that they're telling their friends that fills our hearts with joy. We appreciate that. Um, Android users, if you're listening, we're on uh, Stitcher, of course. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't know why, of course. Stitcher fucking stinks. Um, (laughs) But there are apparently apparently like a million apps on Android. So people, when they say, when they hear, oh, do it on Apple Podcasts, and they say, well, I have an Android phone or don't have an iPhone or whatever, they go, how am I going to listen? Well, there's like a million podcast apps that you can download to your phone that pull podcasts from Apple Podcasts. You know what I mean? Like, so we don't have to, we, you and I don't have to do anything to get them on. They're on these apps like Overcast and some other ones. So they're already there. And of course, um, in your browser at eightscreens.com. AB, I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I didn't want to do this. I feel good about it now. I'm excited for this season. We're here. We're back. We're here. Good to be back. We're here. It feels good to be back. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank, oh, you know what we should do? Before we're out, uh, I didn't do any transitions, so mm. here we go. Have a good uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 